0: You're listening to DraftKings Network.
1: Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active
2: than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived.
3: Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for
2: us.
4: Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have.
2: It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids.
4: See what makes Minnesota the star of the north. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.
3: This is the Dan Levatore Show with the Stugatz Podcast.
2: We're about to discuss the, the Vince McMahon lawsuit here. So there is some language here that some in our audience may find triggering. As we get into the details of this lawsuit, so we wanted to give you a heads up.
1: I've been wandering around here for a while, Stugatz, lamenting publicly in a way that probably has irritated our audience. This American movement toward if you have power and money in sports or outside of sports, you can get away with absolutely anything and Everything, if you're just willing to lean into being shameless, that shame, shamelessness becomes a shield of immunity that will protect you from anything in the way of consequences. And you've heard me talk about it with Dana White. Not a lot of precedent for a person in that position of power in sports slapping his wife in public in a video that gets out and there being no consequences because he's got that much power. And the other one who's built just like him is Vince McMahon, who has had uh, an assortment, a, a large resume filled with garbage that makes it known to all involved. It is no secret. A truly despicable human being. But... We have finally found, evidently, where it is that the powerful, rich white man in America can actually lose something that he cares about. And the line, evidently, is in a lawsuit, it being alleged, that you shit on a woman during a threesome. That, evidently, is the final straw on Vince McMahon's WWE career. He does not want to leave that. He has been reluctant in every way to leave uh, WWE but he resigned at the end of last week while denying all of the allegations but also got away from the entirety of this thing that he cares about that he certainly didn't want to leave and that he was exceptionally stubborn about not leaving and I've got to be honest I was surprised that he was gone only because I thought that he was gonna be gone five or six other times and he just stays there and somehow because he built the whole thing somehow because it's scripted and it's not really sports and he's just running a business but now when you've got something that's publicly owned there are stockholders and there are consequences and I was relieved to finally see that there were consequences that this man is being punished for what has been a vile, vile run of terror through making that sport hugely popular, bigger than it has ever been, but also making him so powerful that it didn't seem like anything was ever going to happen to him.
0: But surprised that he wasn't gone five stories ago, because I'm with you. Well, he, he was. He resigned last year but he was still hanging around the fringes well, of no it, right? no
2: he was i mean there, there were allegations that he had uh people in place to right. help uh, ronda rousey actually levied one of those uh, she called out bruce pritchard as someone that was in creative that as long as he's there vince mcmahon will have influence over the company but vince mcmahon did resign stephanie mcmahon came in as a co-ceo with nick con and then vince mcmahon decided you know what I overreacted. I shouldn't have stepped down. And he came back in. And it was that action that uh, made a real public headache for TKO, the company, the parent company behind uh, WWE. What I find really fascinating, I've read the entire lawsuit
0: and WWE... You left here last week shocked, and it's hard to shock yeah. you. Uh, Mike's I was th- watching Mike walk around the office with a phone in his hand oh, reading it's, that it, story. It, it was it, crazy. It, it, it was it's, freaking out.
2: It's depraved. It is a horrible abuse of, of power. Um, you can certainly, if you follow the product close enough, even though they omit certain names, you can start deducing who is being talked about. Um, and this is where WWE has a real problem On their hands. This is a toxic work environment culture. And this is just an isolated snapshot of probably something that was indicative of decades long abusing of power. If this lawsuit continues, and TKO and WWE better hope it doesn't, you are going to see this play out in the public forum. And it is a nightmare scenario in terms of toxic workplace environments. I read that R. Emanuel has has had his daughter working in this company for several years now. So uh, that has to scare him. What I found shocking about the resignation, just knowing uh, Vince McMahon's will, is it was discussed prior to it that it was nearly impossible to oust Vince McMahon, even if the shareholders held a vote. They would still need his signature willingly to go around on it. He was... He, his share in, in TKO was locked in, and the way that it happened was Slim Jim, who is a big presenting sponsor, has been synonymous with that product for several years, uh, came out with a statement and pulled its sponsorship from one of the marquee matches there, and then two hours later... You have news uh, of Nick Khan announcing to the company that Vince McMahon has resigned, making this way easier than it could have been if he decided to fight it. But my main takeaway, and you can start looking at very suspicious timing, shock uh, resignations from the company. Like people that have done some reporting have known that uh, there were rumors of this, that maybe the company knew a year ago, even though the company's public stand is we found out about this in real time. A horrific abuse of power people being put in place and holding positions for years and decades in some cases because they were some of Vince's boys and and Vince taking care of his boys trafficking this woman who is stuck in an impossible predicament using her as a uh, as a bargaining chip in negotiations it is a horror story of the highest order and if this continues to play out, if they don't settle, it might just be a drop in a relative bucket because I I can't. Because when you have this toxic a work environment, there is no way this is an isolated incident. And when it comes to Vince McMahon, there's been several reporting that we know it is not with him. Crazy story. But I think the most shocking part about all of it is that he actually resigned because I thought he was built like everybody else who just is stubborn. And will refuse to resign. And this actually shows for the first time that there's a new sheriff in town. There isn't a McMahon running WWE. There isn't a McMahon child that is next in line to replace Vince. This is a public company now, and it's a whole new day.
1: One of the things that is truly. Outside of my realm of understanding, Stugats, I, I don't have an ability to grasp some of what it is that we're talking about. If you think of rape as something that uh, the people who study this type of stuff would tell you it's an act of power, it's not even uh, a sexual act, it's, uh, it's power is what's happening there, to distort it so much— that you arrive at the point that the detail I think now there are a lot of details in this lawsuit that are really troubling and I should have probably said before we even headed down this conversation I should have probably trigger alerted all of you on some of these details from this lawsuit are truly horrifying and the sex trafficking on its own I think is something that no one should be immune to but I think the detail that got him gone for the for people who don't want to read the entirety of a lawsuit or just see bullet point after horrifying bullet point is the act of being so dehumanizing to somebody that you shit on them. That one detail of all the details. I, I uh, there's I, plenty. There's of plenty
2: shocking. more. There's right. plen- no, there's, no, no. There's, uh, there's one. There's there is a nameless WWE superstar that everyone, because of the timeline and because of the descriptive nature of the the lawsuit, has deduced this is Brock Lesnar. There was a time in the lawsuit where um, Brock Lesnar has communication uh, with this uh, uh, victim and it's working towards Vince McMahon trying to set up a party amongst the three. said WWE superstar gets too inebriated at dinner god what that might look like that he just hops back on the plane and then Vince McMahon goes back with the victim and role plays as if he is Brock Lesnar in this case and that's where a lot of physical injuries happen to the alleged victim the the story that she uh, that that her lawyers put out there of her being barely able to, to walk in pain for weeks. All this happening, by the way, during the COVID lockdown. It's it's sick, depraved behavior. He imagining that other male talent from the WWE's roster is in the room, him showing pictures to people as he described as tech boys, photos of this woman where she is saying, and you see the text like, please don't do that. And he doesn't care. He's like, oh, they, they love it. Uh, a referee that's unnamed, another high ranking, uh, a WWE official that is named his physical uh, rehabilitator. Uh, that's something that seemed like that was a long running thing. The head of talent relations, and that was a brutal, where he essentially forced this woman, Vince McMahon did, to serve herself as breakfast to her head of talent relations. Town to town, meet in the hotel, report back the details of your uh, sexual encounter just a nightmare that this woman was trapped in.
1: I don't understand, Stugatz. I really don't. It's such a distortion that it is legitimately confusing to me how, and, and if you follow professional wrestling at all, you know that it is littered with partying and abusive substances and that the lifestyle is several realms beyond gluttonous and decadent and dangerous professional wrestlers die early there's a lot of physical pain involved there's a lot of medicating in order to uh sort of numb the physical pain but to live in that world for so long to oversee and have the power in that world for so long that it distorts you so much as a human being that the only way that you can keep chasing the highs of the highs is to dehumanize people more and more because you've been doing it for so many years and so many decades when you're in charge of overseeing this thing and there are never consequences. To get to the point where you are somebody who can behave this way and not think it's going to become something that becomes a public shame for you that comes with consequences? That you keep pushing the envelope further and further on how much you're going to dehumanize people? Because you think you by, can. By right. exerting your yeah. power well, he, he, over them?
2: Well, in part because he did. He came to a, an agreement with an NDA. And the reason why this is playing out in public is because the payment stopped. The payment stopped, and he
1: was in breach of the non-disclosure. I'm not kidding you, Stugatz, where, when I'm reading this, I don't understand how you reach a level of that kind of evil without realizing that you've become evil. Howdy, listeners.
2: It's Mike, and you know, a lot has changed over the years. Just look at sports. There's instant replay, a three-point line, there were shifts and then not shifts. But one thing... That hasn't changed over the course of all those things I just mentioned. The great taste of Miller Lite. That's right. It's so good. And it's also less filling. So what's the best thing about Miller Lite, the original light beer? Well, Miller Lite sparked this debate way back in 1975. We still haven't settled it. Be like me. I don't pick one. I like it because it's both. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste. Only 96 calories. It's a beer that strips away everything that you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Be like me. Say both. Miller Lite. Great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Dan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs and premium regular beer. Dan
0: Lebatard. Sports. Stugats. More sports. This is the Dan Lebatard Show
1: with the Stugats. I don't know, Stugatz, if you have seen lately what has been happening with Tyreek Hill's personal life out in public. But for the uninitiated, before Tyreek Hill got to Miami, before Tyreek Hill really got to professional stardom, he had uh, incidents of uh, physical abuse uh, with uh, his wife and with uh, children And he came and rehabbed some of that and time passed. And so when he was on Hard Knocks, what was presented to you with access in exchange for access was his marital status now. And they took you inside his home and he was looking at finances with his wife in the living room. And what was presented to the audience was uh, loving uh, and I don't know if it was mythologizing but all of it seemed like something opposite the details that we had learned about Tyreek Hill before and people are allowed to change people are allowed to learn but it was glossed up it was shiny it was a love story that was presented on hard knocks.
0: it seemed like a normal relationship that most couples could relate to well it it seemed it it
1: was it was intimate in a couple of ways it was meant to look intimate because you're granted an access to a star's life inside his home that you don't normally get. And Mm -hmm. it was also the intimacy of a relationship that makes you, allows you to see another side of this human being that when you're seeing him at the facility, it's not what it looks like. But then his house catches fire in uh, an incident in which it was reported that a child was playing uh, with a, a lighter. And then soon thereafter, two months after getting married, There's a petition that files for divorce, that Tyreek Hill has filed for divorce. He denies initially, even though there is paperwork, he denies that there is any trouble whatsoever, that he is getting divorced at all. He is saying that everything is fine and he doesn't necessarily understand how the paperwork has been filed. And now he's saying that people have been fired and there is a, quote, bleeping bonehead who filed divorce papers. And I ask you, and I ask the audience, at Levitard Show is the place that you can vote on the polls. Do you believe that someone files a a petition for divorce by accident? On someone else's behalf? Do you believe that that's a thing that can happen that has any basis in reality? Once you've gotten to the point of a petition being filed, it may be a mistake, but it's not a mistake of paperwork. (laughs) Like You may have gotten emotional and made a mistake. You might have gotten... So, so angry that you did something in a moment that you did not want to do. But paperwork does not get filed by mistake on this sort of thing, I don't
0: think. It's also, it can't be, right? It can't be someone who's close to them saying, hey, you know what? This doesn't look right. I'm going to file for divorce on their behalf. Like, that's impossible. I mean, we all have our divorce (laughs) papers
5: signed, ready to be turned in. Like, right? Don't we all do that? Yeah. Uh yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like totally. it's sarcasm. That's yeah. ridiculous. He would have had to sign I,
0: something.
2: I, I understand especially with Tyreek Hill being a, a public figure and 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 his history uh prior to coming to Miami certainly has been scrutinized. For this one, if you're able to isolate just the week that that married couple probably had I'm good like kind of largely ignoring it. I think Tyreek has kind of embarrassed himself with the community notes, but I could see how an argument about the status of your, of your marriage can, can start after your house catches fire. I, I don't, I don't, have anything in my life that's happened like that but i have almost lost my marriage over a sock in a laundry uh missing so like
4: oh we need to hear the story no it's just we've heard it before it's
1: the second time he's used that example it's
2: just sometimes little things are the start of much bigger things right And in this case, the little thing is a multi-million dollar mansion catching fire.
0: I just see how this can happen. So you're saying you get cranky about the sock and then the truth comes out on bigger things, right? right?
2: In this instance, it was reported that uh, a child started the fire. I'm just saying there are family dynamics here at play and a pretty large traumatic event that could help explain why someone considered divorce.
4: I don't think there is any like, oh why why what happened uh, aspect to of it for me. For me it's like he tried to deny a public filing yeah, and yeah. pretend like it never happened, yeah. which like it's a public filing and this actually happened to Brian Kelly a year ago and the a local Baton Rouge uh, network posted a, a story that he had filed for divorce against his wife, and then he uh, and I, I guess his kids tweeted that it was not true, and they were all at dinner together, and it was a really awkward and weird situation. And then people were like speculating that maybe it was the wrong Brian Kelly, but it wasn't because he was from Massachusetts, and it had like all of his it had his address in it, and so fans found his address, and I mean it was like a whole messy thing. And then I guess four days later they were like, we're actually not getting divorced anymore. But it was the same thing. It's like this is public record. Actually, this happened with Tua last year. Remember when he got married and Andy Slater saw the filing and asked him about it, and he was like, "I kind of wanted this to be private." And it's like, "Well, this is public record now." (laughs) It just, yeah, the denial I think is what makes this like a newsworthy thing.
5: I feel bad for the assistant that got fired because you know he just did or she just did what they were asked to do. Hey, "Hey, take this (laughs) this thing, go file it with the court, and then he does it, and Tyreek's like, "Who did this? You're fired."
0: Is it weird that when Chris was talking about divorce papers and everyone having them signed that I believed him? That I thought I was like being left out? Like I didn't I, know this was a I, thing? I think we
1: all were looking at him and understood that he was being sarcastic but the look on your face made him say out loud I'm just joking because you were so baffled. But this is what happens to Stugatz when he does God bless football and then we ride him through three hours of the car wash after that. He's so done by this stage of the show on oh, Mondays. yeah, The is things this? that you
3: get jealous of are so weird to me. Like you're Jealous that you don't have signed divorce papers, because Chris was joking it, it, it about having like that. An ev- and you, like, someone else had that, so you wanted the signed divorce papers I just, also.
0: I just thought it was a thing that I wasn't doing, and it does seem efficient if, if indeed one day you want to file for divorce. You already have the papers, they're signed, you're ready to go, you're done. I mean, in like, and out mission. You
4: believed him because his mom's a lawyer, right? Is I, I don't know
0: why I believe him because of what Dan said. I'm tired. That's that's. I believed him. I did. Okay, because I very think convincing. I mean, if his
4: mom wasn't a lawyer, I'd be yeah. like, "There's no way Chris knows how to draft <laughs> divorce papers. He doesn't know for how for to sure. start that process."
0: <laughs>
5: Sign, right? He's My Googling mom's a lawyer, and I don't know how to do that. I would have to Google it.
1: This is one of the places. How do I get a divorce? Where I start making some of the mistakes that I make because I was about to make some sort of reference on where there's smoking. There's fire uh, that I didn't make because I was just sort of confused by what was happening with Stugatz, where he's looking at you seriously and you had to walk back the idea that we <laughs> all have dis- divorce papers already written up somewhere in our home in the case that you got an emergency file just and then the get
0: out of town. I was wondering if Abby had them, I didn't. I started thinking a little bit, you know. And I guess, have them and I'm not and even thinking. Married. is a bad thing. You ever wonder if she asks
5: you to sign something? You're like, what is this that I'm signing yeah,
0: all the time?
2: I'm so excited to see what's going to become of Chris Cody's Instagram algorithm now that he has searched divorce on his device
1: (laughs) Billy I uh, thought of you because did you see which hotel is going to be the media hotel in Las Vegas uh, for everyone in this it's perfect it's actually perfect because that hotel was on the cutting edge of being the height of advancement in 1994 when we put a pyramid in Las Vegas, like an Egyptian pyramid, uh, it's t- shaped like a triangle. A and- pyramid. And the light, and the light (laughs) at the top of it evidently is one of the few things that can be seen from space. I think the Luxor has hit a a certain number of hard times that don't make them spend. I think that light costs something like a million dollars a day. Can you look some of this up for me? Because I think they stopped using that light that way, but that light can be seen from space. And now during the Super Bowl, it's going to be shaped perfectly like a Dorito. It's going to be Ah! advertising for Doritos because it's shaped like a Dorito.
3: Yeah, they're they're wrapping one of the sides as a giant Dorito. So if you're like flying in or whatever and you're going past it, you see a giant Dorito. Can I say something weird? I, in all the Super Bowls that we have done that I've traveled for, I have never stayed in the media hotel. And I wonder if I'm missing out on that. Like, is there something going on at the media hotel that I wish I was part of?
4: Well, you might see like, Rob Ryan walked by. That oh. was the highlight of my media <laughs> hotel. Stay in what Miami. Super Bowl I'm out, what I, I've only <laughs> ever stayed at the media hotels, Billy, and wow. they're usually like the Airpo- airport Marriott oh. courtyard or like the Sounds airport three. Hilton or something like that. It's always by the airport. It's always a hike from wherever the convention center is. So the fact that they're staying at the Luxor to me is like, I- I'm a little surprised, but I feel like the airport Marriott might be a little bit better in this case. I'm not sure.
3: you were. Saying that, like I should, like feel like I'm not missing out, but I feel like I'm missing out more. To be perfectly honest, well, Rob
4: Ryan, I mean,
1: (laughs) no, wait a minute,
4: wait a minute, Rob Riggle's walking around.
1: You're shooting very high with Rob Rob Ryan. No, Riggle's a Super Bowl staple. Like, listen to me. Look at that. Look at that hotel.
4: He's staying at the Cosmo.
1: You guys saying Rob Ryan and Rex Ryan and Rob Riggle? It's gonna be Ray Rado. Like, you guys are going, you guys are shooting. Uh, we'll take uh,
4: them. <laughs> I'm telling you, Rob Ryan was
2: staying 1. at the. Don't threaten me hotel. with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I have confirmed that you can indeed see the Luxor from space, and it's one of like uh, 11 things that you can see from space uh, the, gra- the Grand Canyon, the Palm Island, the Great Wall of China. This shows virtue signal.
0: <laughs> My penis.
2: Really? Stu got to go sit
1: in the penalty box. Damn it. Like, honestly, like, what? I mean, you're.
2: Just go, just How go, many times do I have to tell the studio team to not talk directly into yeah, Sugaz's ear? Him.
1: That Are you kidding me? That could not There's have come no from way that another room.
5: We just, none of us said it to him, and we're all just like, he wouldn't have said that. No, he wouldn't have come up with that. <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> make him. any sense. He can't
2: hear us. His
0: penis him. is famously small. It is. Luxor light $51 an hour, by the way.
1: That's not accurate. It's not $51. Was though. he not listening? He gets so bad at the end of Mondays. Have you noticed this, Billy? Have you noticed how he Well it's not
3: good to start Mondays
1: either, so <laughs> when's the one when of the
3: good times? What day
5: is he really cooking?
1: <laughs> he sent fifty-one dollars a day on the light. That is not what the light costs at the Luxor to beam into space. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what does that even mean? Into
1: space at the top of the Luxor. No, I know,
3: but what does he mean by it costs fifty-one dollars a day? I-
2: but wait till Tuesday, though. He'll really get it going then.
3: I'll, I'll tell you this. I googled Luxor light cost, and it says the lamp was first, powered on, was first powered on in October 1993. Blah, 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 blah. Each lamp is worth $1,200 and 7,000 watts, and when it's operating at full power, the system costs $51 per hour with $20 per hour for the electricity used for its 315,000 watts. So it doesn't cost a million dollars a day either. It costs somewhere between 51 and a million.
4: (laughs) I fed him the line.
2: Are you tired of snooty wines and their old world wine culture? Confused by words like malolactic fermentation? Yeah, we are too. So with 19 crimes, you can do the fancy schmancy tilt, sip, smell. Ooh, Mm, I think it tastes like old red cherry, a little bit of wood and mahogany, a little leather. You can do all that stuff or don't. 19 Crimes is the rebel of wine culture telling stories of rogues and rule breakers who overcame adversities from convicts banished to Australia to the legendary icon Snoop Dogg himself. 19 Crimes wine is defiant by nature, bold in character and always uncompromising. 19 Crimes, the official wine of the UFC pick up in stores nationwide or online at 19 crimes.com enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2024 Sonoma, California
3: spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for summer and warmer days. Spring's the best time of the year to take a new look at your fitness routine, dial it up a notch, and continue powering on. Challenge yourself. And Peloton's classes were made just for that, to challenge you. There's a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve what you already excel in. Plus, if you don't know which class to take to reach your fitness goals, guess what? You can join one of Peloton's many programs. Right now, I'm in a strength program with Andy and a core program with Emma. Their expert coaches like Andy and Emma and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need with Peloton You don't need to worry about driving to the gym, making it to class on time. You can do it all from the comfort of your own home whenever it fits your busy schedule. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com.
0: Don Lebatard. Oh, I think Larry Fitzgerald's on the green right there. Stugatz. That's Ooh. Alfonso Ribeiro. Oh. <laughs> How? How? do you what? think that Larry <laughs> Fitzgerald... And is the sun. The sun. The sun. <laughs> oh, the sun. To be okay, fair. Yeah, yeah. To be fair. All right, whatever. Oh. Alfonso Ribeiro has a great ass. This is the Don Lebatard Show with the Stugatz. had a good run
2: of songs on the show both created by members of this show and, and fans alike and i have something in my inbox that i'm not super crazy about and i know we have a set standard here and we don't guarantee airplay just because someone made a song flemin m multiple suey nominees <laughs> in his history but he, he did a collaboration with izzy gutierrez and i believe it's a drake cover and you know it it's long. I'm not gonna play the whole thing. I can't. Um, it's okay. Um, if it, I gotta, I gotta admit, if it didn't have Izzy Gutierrez attached to it, I probably wouldn't play it. But this is the type of creativity I do want
5: to encourage. Of di- it's got a high degree of difficulty too. It's not like just an easy song to do. So got to give him a little but credit. But this there.
1: build up is not the greatest of build ups Terrible sell. It's not.
2: It, <laughs> no. I, if tell you what, I'm gonna play it. Setting the bar low though. And you tell me when to stop it.
0: Okay
1: cling cling
0: five or six months
1: ago i turned out <laughs> a to a funeral stop. to the people what <laughs> no i'm sorry go ahead cling 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 all right stop <laughs> all right go ahead
5: about stouffer's just like dano we was acting like leo dicaprio if you think that a mean would just leave the show you should all take unlimited pto duh Israel 2.0, Flem and Izzy, we spit like Van Gundy, bro. Stand for me and I might go to Moss. Might go to Moss. Wait, the Dolphins is lost. So I go to Moss? Biggest dance, Super Bowl, okay picture this, we send two guys with 30 people that they need to do a show. Get the in Lamar Jackson, speech dance, predictable as a two or throw. I love discussing all time, when it's through guys' debate about who to go. I'm like, road wins, do it again, Super Bowls, who to go, who to go, Lamar and Chokes, all these Swifties at the Super Bowl, cause a kick that went bad in January, in New York, where the Bills get a dome. Biggest the what? Is it the what? Swim at the what? So fans, so thirsty to put me in beef. Disgusted like I was the fine bucket thief. I look at the tweets and start sucking my teeth. I'm letting it rock. I mean, love's in the steep. I still want to get me a pod with Cody. We talking an FJs in the splash and we pee. Just know if you diss me, a small part of you wants to kiss me and not let you call me deep. I'm known for the pick on the train tracks. It's pretty iconic, colder than a shirtless Kelsey. Still let the leader get bigger. They're waiting on the kid to get dropped, but I'm bored. with no B. Love splash. when they ask you can fill every seat. It's only Foxworth and Pablo and me. Not a Michi. I can't play in the league, but right now I
1: feel like I'm Big Tony C. Swish, 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 swish. Yeah, Big Tony C. I am reading, Stugatz, here about uh, the Luxor Light. It is evidently as strong as 42,000 lighthouses combined. Uh, When it was first unveiled, it did cost a million dollars a year, not a million dollars a day, in Uh order to... Uh, light the, light the now. sky, light space, and it attracts evidently, and they couldn't have foreseen this in any way, bats, grasshoppers, and an assortment of crazed insects. <laughs> make... And prop comics.
3: <laughs> but it prevents boats from crashing into it, so.
0: That is. Uh, Take the good I, with I, the bad, I guess. That
1: is a positive, yes. Thank you. I appreciate it, Billy. So does my penis. I'll show myself the door. Because I was speaking of pyramids earlier, I wanted to ask you a question that uh, my wife came home with the other day that I hadn't considered. Jessica's going with you. And it's unfortunate because I would like to have her for this question. Well, did you
2: tell her it was the aliens I made them?
1: I did not. Hmm. The... My, mo- my wife went to a museum when she was in New York, and she came back from the museum, and there was an actual, um, you know, tomb. There were tombs that had been moved from ancient Egypt, and there was um, a coffin with um, a mummy in it, ornate uh, mummy. And she asked me, and it's something I simply had not considered before, whether bones— should be moved from a resting place, especially bones that had been wrapped this ornately in order to preserve a transition into the afterlife uh, from a belief system that was ancient. Now, I think most of us would uh, say that you shouldn't grave rob bones. You shouldn't move somebody from a cemetery. Gra- grave robbers are considered uh, awful just for stealing things that have value from inside yeah, of a this coffin.
2: Shows staunchly anti-grave robbing.
1: That is correct, and that's easy to be, but if you're in a museum and now you're making profit off of someone's remains, she asked something that I hadn't considered, which is should those bones be moved and transported to a place No matter how ancient they are Transported to a place where they become Something that is learning, profit Archaeology, that is something That is meant to be historical knowledge And when I started thinking about it I thought to myself, that's something That probably shouldn't be moved From where it was
2: Well, uh, There's a lot of discourse about museums in general For example, I went to the to Greece over the summer And uh, it was sad to learn That most of the great Greek artifacts Facts are in museums across the world. They had the, the, the dawn of civilization and modern society all born uh, in, in Greece, and they don't have enough to to show for it. But I think when it comes to that discussion, you need to ask yourself two questions: Are there um, next of kin around? Is there family connected to the the victim? And also, is there a publicly financed stadium yeah, exactly. that needs to be built? And that's the only spot that they could put it. If so. Perhaps, you know, a little shove of the bone, maybe 15 feet the other way.
3: At what point is an artifact just junk that's getting in the way of cool things? You know what I mean? Like We can't have old buildings around forever. What's the point? Then we'll never have cool new buildings. Everything doesn't have historical significance. It's just old.
1: But human bones, though, that have been placed in a certain place, I think, are different than just old buildings. Uh, I was uh, – we were speaking of museums. Jessica, during one of the breaks after we were talking about Terrell Suggs, had uh, an amazing sentence where she just volunteered. Uh, I've got a picture with Terrell Suggs uh, and me at the Louvre.
4: I was at the Louvre studying abroad. Um, Yes, I was one of those people that came back from study abroad and I was like, I said cheers, like I pretended I was British. Studied abroad in London. Anywho, I was at the Louvre and I saw Terrell Suggs. I was with all my girlfriends and I was like, oh my God, that's Terrell Suggs. And they were like, what? I was like, I was also like twenty nineteen. when my friends had no idea who it was. And I was like, trust me, we have to take a picture with him. So we took a picture with him in front of the Louvre. And then I was like, thanks, by the way, I'm a Steelers fan. And he said something really funny to me. I can't remember what it was, but like we had a moment. And then I, I was like, bye. And then I never saw him again.
2: The Louvre is that place that can also have a Doritos. Uh, Decal on it. Yeah. Can people stop throwing things at
3: the Mona Lisa? You're not doing any good. I was you're shocked. also not doing any bad. It's behind glass. You're <laughs> accomplishing literally nothing. It was just, still shocking. You're just wasting a day for tourists that want to see it because then they have to close the room and clean up the chili or whatever it is that you guys keep throwing at glass. Like, I, what are you actually accomplishing? I love this. What sound. problem in the world have you solved by doing all this?
5: the patrons there? Just like. <gasps> Like the sound when they do that. Just I
2: love how quickly the the, the people at the Louvre sprang into action. Oh, they have yeah.
3: those screens; they're like ready for like it's a daily occurrence. We got code, they
4: just red. Know, yep. code red. Code yep. red. Terrell Suggs would have stopped it.
1: Put it on the poll, Juju. Are you solving any of the world's problems by throwing chili at the Mona Lisa at Le Bittard show?
3: I think I think Chris is right. I think it was something about hunger, which is like, well, you're you're
1: literally wasting, wasting soup. Soup, yeah.
3: soup now. So like, well, we are someone, talking about so another hungry person. Uh,
1: we're there talking about everything except the cause that was the protest. Like, we're talking all around it. Uh, we're mentioning that it's chili as opposed to talking about what is being protested by throwing chili at the
5: glass encased. I'm gonna go spaghetti there. If I'm gonna like try to prove a point with a food item, yeah. I'm not gonna do soup. Mom's I'm gonna spaghetti. take like a handful of like some meat sauce, spaghetti, the pasta just like
3: dripping down the thing. I feel like that would make a better statement. But you're just dirtying your hands. That's true. It's behind glass for and a then cause. You're though. getting arrested.
4: I love, like, Monday morning quarterbacking protesters.
3: Yeah. Well, d- donate your bail money I'm to this nothing, cause. I'm doing nothing, by the way. Like, well, you're going to have to pay to get out of jail. Donate that to the cause that you're mm-hmm. protesting. Let's- I don't think I've ever seen a protester. that I'm like, you know what? I want to help this person. Yeah. Never. I see them, I'm like, you're annoying. I hope this problem gets worse. Wow.
4: Wow. What? You guys also shamed Lucy for, like, taking a shelter dog home for a day, so. Yeah. That's
3: right. But well, you also stole a dog the same day, so.
4: Yeah. Saved.
1: What is the best food to throw at the Mona Lisa? Because I think I might be with Chris Cody. Uh, spaghetti yeah. fr- with a lot of meat sauce. Mm-hmm. It's going it, to... But it's not going to stick. There's not going to no, be anything... No, but it's just
4: good spaghetti sticks to the wall. Yeah.
1: Right, we'll see how the pasta is cooked. Do you have a better food of any sort that, that would be possible, that would be more gratifying to throw at the Mona Lisa in protest? Because... Like
5: frisbeeing slices of pizza would be cool, but they're not going to stick at all. Mashed potatoes. Yeah, be cool.
1: But you need... You want... You want a griminess on yes. it. You want a film that mm-hmm. prevents uh, others from enjoying you want the, the crowd motive, to go. Ah. <laughs> you if do... you're doing
5: steak,
3: they're just gonna be like, that's what what are they throwing? Steak? Yeah. Like there would be no gas. You can't throw Cheerios, it'll no, just
5: bounce
4: no, no,
3: right no. off, and not make a mess. The yeah. soup? <gasps> and it was pumpkin soup too, yeah. so it was, an was orange it? It color. Did... I was
1: wondering yeah. what
3: that was. Split pea would be good because it's green. That's honestly what it looked kinda like. Yeah, no, this was pumpkin.
1: Mm. What was the protest what was the activism being done there by throwing soup something at the about Montalusi. healthy and
3: sustainable food
1: Jessica, how was the time in the penalty box with Stugatz? Because he, uh, his, by this time on Mondays, it is, and he came in at one o'clock in the morning last night on flights. We're gonna, this is the the Stugatz we're gonna get now is gonna be a very tired Stugatz because he doesn't realize that he's too old to be flying all over the country like this, and it and it really beats him down. So we're headed into a pretty awful slalom stretch here with Stugatz.
4: And then the Dad and Company residency starts. It's gonna be a long
1: year yeah. ahead of
4: us but I, to be fair I, I didn't go in the penalty box I actually had to go pee pee
1: okay so you made it look like you were suffering the penalty but you didn't go actually uh, go and do anything well uh,
4: he's laying across he's the he's taking a nap I where would I even be right now let's be honest he's tripping balls
1: look at him Mike look at the do you still love that that we're, we're approaching 20 years it's going to be this year it will be 20 years that we have been doing this show together and uh, we love him in spite of him, and look at him there. Do you look at him as he sleeps there on the uh, on the couch and at look at, and look at him? He's with adorable. Go- uh, him,
2: <laughs> him snuggling his head up. Yeah, into that was nice. Was a little, was a little cute. <laughs> he is cute. Yeah, he is, and that's how he gets away with being just generally rotten to his core. At a least on Mondays, man. Tuesdays he's a little bit better. Just
4: an awful man.
2: Yeah, so we have that to look forward to. <laughs> Tuesday is generally his strongest day. Cause Greg Cody's here <laughs> so by comparison he's yeah.
4: <laughs> poor Greg I still feel bad about that he Looks at the so art. Old.
1: <laughs> put that picture up one more time of Greg Cody looking older than he has ever looked our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived